0: Hello and welcome to the Parents as Learning Coaches edition of the Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud podcast. Parents and caregivers play many different roles and even sometimes conflicting roles as they support children's development. The pandemic has shown a light on the importance of parents supporting learners. In this podcast, I'll share my experiences as a teacher, educator, parent, grandparent and continuous learner that can support your coaching efforts. Ignite Your Ideas. Dr. Joanne Foster is returning to our podcast upon the release of her new book, Ignite Your Ideas: Creativity for Kids. She recorded an earlier three-part podcast with us that I'd encourage you to review to deepen your understanding of the importance of creativity and the ways to tap the possibilities. I've linked those podcasts in the lead-in to this podcast. Her book, Ignite Your Ideas, was written for children 12 and older. It enlightens and motivates. It provides understandings and strategies, generates exciting accessible choices and joyful creative experiences for kids and their families. Teachers will also find countless possibilities, resources and strategies. Dr. Foster has written eight books. She has worked in the field of gifted education for over 35 years. She has a master's degree in special education and adaptive instruction, as well as a doctorate in human development and applied psychology. She writes about intelligence, creativity, child development, motivation, procrastination, and more. Joanne shares her experiences as a parent, educator, consultant, and community advocate. Today, we'll be talking about igniting creativity. Welcome, Joanne.
1: Hi. So lovely to be back here. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for coming back. I'm wondering, for starters, if you'd uh, just review some of the key points that we addressed in that in that three-part series that we did for parents?
1: Sure. So in the first podcast episode, I discussed the power of creativity and offer some action steps for enhancing it. In the second episode, I chat about different questions that kids can ask to become more creative. I discuss why people sometimes struggle with creativity and what to do about that. And I discuss different outlets for creative expression. And in the third episode, um, chatted with you about purposeful action and practical strategies for cultivating creativity. And I also review uh, some of the key takeaways from the previous three episodes. Uh, So I invite people to listen to all three and please get in touch with me as well and let me know your thoughts.
0: The uh, purposeful action piece uh, is a part that I've uh, carried forward and uh, have uh, sent people back to both a couple of uh, of podcasts and, and and blogs that I've done.
1: I've actually cited you in the <laughs> book because that was your expression, which I picked up on on that particular podcast episode. I loved it, and so yeah, you're you're in there.
0: Uh, so, how does ignite your ideas extend the uh, extensive writing that you've previously done around creativity?
1: Okay, so this is a book for kids and for their families. It's not a craft book. It's not a how-to guide. It's a -a one-of-a-kind burst of glimmers and gleams and flashes of creativity that kids can actually read themselves. Uh, I discuss how creativity develops, why it matters, uh, what agency and effort have to do with this. So maybe that's something we'll discuss later today. And uh, of course, how kids can ignite the imagination. Um, I have lots of resources, and the last chapter is actually 100 surefire ideas to ignite creativity.
0: There's a a, a phrase that I I know you've talked about of uh, of brain building as an extension from what people usually talk about as brainstorming. Um, give us a little a, a little more detail around those.
1: Absolutely. So brainstorming is actually about collaboration and sharing ideas and then developing them. And it can be wonderfully productive. A lot of businesses use brainstorming, school situations, um, you name it, it's out there. It's people getting together, building relationships and developing new perspectives. And it's fun too. So that's brainstorming. Brain building is actually about boosting brain power. So um, it's about reinforcing that neuroplasticity, the, the way the brain functions, um, the developmental pathways inside the brain. And um, teachers and parents actually would do well to teach children about how their brains function, um, what kinds of activities are involved in brain boosting. So you might include things like developing new skill sets, preparing for different outcomes in certain situations. Um, Of course, exploring and investigating ideas, using your curiosity and then using your creativity as well. And um, I think in a lot of schools now, uh, teachers are actually taking the time to discuss how the brain works with children. And once they grasp that, they have such respect for it. And it's wonderful to see things, you know, materialize from there.
0: So just a double check for me, I can grow my creativity.
1: Absolutely. Creativity is something that everybody has the potential to increase. It, creativity is a choice. You can either choose to um, use your creativity or not. It has to do with flexible attitudes towards your daily activities, towards um, your life decisions. Um, and you can actually boost your creativity by um, supporting your day-to-day Thoughts and actions, um, paying cl- close attention to what's around you, uh, using your senses, uh, discovering the wonder uh, that's out there, um, all the possibilities that that are that are out there. Culturally, wh- wherever you happen to be, there's always a possibility to um, use your imagination and um, let your mind just go.
0: There's a, uh, there's a chapter in the book that takes a look at uh, agency and uh, uh, effort. Right. And th- those are words that uh, certainly educators talk a lot about. And uh, I-, I know effort is big on parents list. <laughs> so uh, w- where do you want to jump in uh, uh, sharing some thoughts uh, and understanding of those two terms?
1: So why don't we start with differentiating what the two terms are and, and what they refer to. And then Great. I'll start with one and then move on to the other and you can jump in, in between or at any point in time if you have any thoughts, okay? So um, in short, agency refers to action and involvement. So um, a good way to sort of think about that is to um, consider the quote that Benjamin Franklin once said and that was, it happens to be one of my favorites. Tell me and I forget, teach me and I remember, involve me and I learn. So that Mm. involvement piece is where the agency comes in. Effort, on the other hand, is actually hard work. Agency and effort are interconnected and creativity itself comes from taking responsibility for and investing in both agency and effort. So if you want, I can give you some pointers around how to cultivate or support children's agency and then also a couple of pointers around how to support their effort okay
0: and, and yeah that sounds good and but i want to check with the piece it's bringing the two of them together then that has the impact on creativity
1: yeah i i think in a lot of ways there are other things also yeah, that have sure. an impact on creativity yeah. but for now let's look at these two because okay. they're very impactful Okay, so let's start with um, the agency. So the first thing around agency in in terms of involvement and participation is to help kids to become more proactive, to take ownership of possibilities and participation, to think, you know, what do I want to accomplish? How can I do that? What do I have to do first? Um, What technology might be useful? Who can support me in in what it is that I'm doing? A teacher, a grandparent, um, parent, um, a coach, a mentor. I think if kids are going to be proactive, they also have to have faith in themselves. They have to self-advocate if they need particular um, materials or resources or whatever it is. Sometimes we just have to look around and determine what it is that that we can actually do to have a more creative outlook around things and, and to think about our options and our hopes and our dreams and to follow our, our strengths. So the first aspect there of agency then is to be proactive
0: so as as a parent mm-hmm. uh, what's an what's a parent action that uh, that generates agency with my children?
1: Support their curiosity, their questions, offer genuine praise when they accomplish something, even if it's a small step. Um, give them the opportunity to take advantage of the wide world out there the um, Gotcha. The learning opportunities that, that might be at their disposal.
0: Am, am, I hearing, their am I hearing building confidence?
1: Building e- even, confidence. Even building. confidence
0: that comes with mistakes.
1: Yes, or absolutely.
0: Things that didn't work. That,
1: that's resilience too. Yes, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So effort.
1: Effort. So the first one was to help kids to become more proactive and involved. The second piece is to help them find life balance. So this one is really important because kids are so busy and they've got so much going on and their demands and their responsibilities in school. And and so helping them to regulate their activities, to manage the things that they have to do, to find the right kind of pacing, um, to help them find a sense of calm during the day, um, to exercise, to read, to eat properly, uh, to make sure they get enough rest. All of these things will help them to cultivate their creativity, but also their agency. They're, they're wanting to be involved in things because they feel good about themselves. So life balance is the second point. And the third is help kids to appreciate their past experiences. A good word for that is retrospection. So the to realize mm-hmm. that, that there's value in looking back on the meaningful things that that they've done in the past, the things that they've enjoyed, that have given them happiness, that make them proud, and to think specifically on their agency, to think about their involvement in those experiences, and what it is that they can bring forward and perhaps tap into again. You know, to think about what what made me feel good, what what did I need to get organized in order to do that, and maybe I can apply it again. So the third point is to think back on on your experiences, but I should mention too, it's also important to think forward. So forethought is also important in there because although you want them to look back, you also want them to plan and, and, and be prepared for what's to come. So it's kind of a two-sided coin.
0: Am I hearing knowing myself?
1: You're hearing knowing yourself, but you're also hearing, knowing where my strengths lie. Again, I, yeah. I, I said that a couple of times already, yeah. and it's really important because that goes back to that confidence piece. If you, if you feel, that um, you've, you've done something that you can build upon and mm-hmm. that becomes a good basis for creativity because, you know, you you, you take, take your past knowledge and that becomes a springboard for what's to come.
0: Okay. Um, so should we go on to effort?
1: Sure. So um, the first part of effort that I think we have to appreciate is that it's a learning curve. Effort takes time. It, it takes work um, and parents can help kids appreciate that effort will help them understand what it is they can do well, what it is that they might have to work harder on and what kinds of help they might need to rise above any difficulties that they might encounter. So we're back to that concept of resilience that we, we just mentioned. So figuring those things out can take time, um, patience, but marshaling effort is a huge part of getting to whatever endpoint you might want to get to, and also it's the journey, and um, so so it's a it's a curve, it's a learning curve, it takes time, and um, it's something that can be very meaningful. Sometimes we we worry about in, in creativity terms, we worry about getting to that endpoint, that wonderful story or your poem or picture or um, whatever it might be that you're working towards, but if children enjoy the journey, the effort part, um, and they understand that it's it's not, you know, hard done by, it's something that can be very fruitful and gratifying, then, then that's important. So the first point there is, is learning curve.
0: It, it, it's interesting because uh, I, I wrote a book a few years back called Tapping Student Effort, Increasing Student Achievement, and patience was one of the words that I, I had identified that were a critical element of uh, of, of effort. Uh, because that that realization that the first effort that I put in may not have that immediate uh, reward. And so learning learning patience as part of that effort process was was important.
1: indeed, effort, time, and also um, opportunities to focus and then refocus. And tweak things. Like when I write a book, it doesn't just pop out of the computer. It's something that I have to do again and again. And I review and I go back to it and I change words and I check my resources and I check my quotes. And I, I mean, it's a lot of work and and I think anything worth doing is worth doing well. And that requires, as you say, effort, patience, time, support. Uh, So there, there are lots of factors in there. So my first effort point then is, um, that it's a learning curve and and we don't have to do it alone because we all have lots of people we can connect with to help us with our learning, right? The second point around effort um, that I would emphasize is that it can lead to really great things. As you mentioned, confidence, creative expression, intellectual development, and and we can help kids um, learn to self-congratulate as as you know they take little steps and they get to wherever they want to be or they follow some interest or some sort of pursuit that maybe they've never tried before and and it's it's important for adults to demonstrate this as well to show that you know there's a lot of self fulfillment involved in their own creative expression and um from building upon their skills and expanding their range of knowledge so effort leads to great things that's the second one and the third point around effort is that it provides a means to strengthen re- relationships. It's an mm-hmm. opportunity to invite others into your world, your activities, um, whatever it is that 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 you're doing, to invite them in for guidance, for feedback, for enjoyment, for collaborative purposes, to um to do things together. So that building of relationships through Effort, um whether it's community members, um neighbors, friends, uh, family, um having others on side to help foster your creative endeavors is it's a wonderful thing. So the three points for effort is it's a learning curve. It leads to great things, and um, it's a means to strengthen relationships. The,
0: that relationship piece what the 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 word that was going through my head as I was listening to you was was support. Mm-hmm. So it's the student, the 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 child the learner understanding that support is available for my creative efforts. Have I, have I got that?
1: Yes, ab- absolutely. But, and and that support can come in different ways. It can come through um, resource provision. It can be um, a, a warm smile or a hug. It could be uh, encouragement, you know, a kind word, a thumbs up, whatever it might take to, to motivate the child to continue whatever it is that they're doing. And just getting in there and 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 you know being messy together or or um coming up with a brand new idea for something. Um, it can be wonderful.
0: i'm I'm just uh, smiling at myself. and and uh, as as I'm listening to you, because a uh, a movie is flashing back in my in my head, the uh, last visit I had to my uh, to my grandkids. My uh, my twelve-year-old uh, grandson, who's into the arts, sat me down at a table where he was working on a beaded uh, a project. That you laid all these beads down and then had to melt them when you were all finished to create a final I've product. yeah. And uh, and he required that I needed to do one while he was <laughs> was doing his. And my uh, my my big fingers really struggled <laughs> with dropping all those. Those uh uh, tiny beads and but I know the strong relationship piece that came out of uh but it's even more than that.
1: I think it's wonderful that you did that because you were showing him that you were persevering, that you were doing (laughs) something intricate and finicky and and unusual. And and the fact that you were mustering that ability and that you were putting forth agency and effort (laughs) to come up with whatever it was you were doing, you were sending a really important message. So yeah. Good for you.
0: Mine was much smaller than his, but I did finish one.
1: <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, and 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 it's an opportunity to talk and laugh. Yeah, and, do th- and that's together. what happened.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say through the whole what thing. Could be better. Yeah, I, I think he read support. Just my being there and engaging in it with them uh, was a was was read as a form of support. Exactly,
1: and and again, sometimes you have to know when to step back and let them have that independence and do it on their own, yeah. and other times you have to sort of hop in and, 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 join the fun and say, Hey, you know, can I join you? And they say, no, you respect it. And, and if they say yes, then get right in there and well, do it, your meeting or whatever and it this is. This was
0: one that was side by side. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he did his own thing, which was substantially bigger and more complicated than mine, <laughs> but he enjoyed watching me struggle with my little one. <laughs>
1: That's okay. <laughs> but you had yeah. fun and you laughed, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Well, your, your book is filled with uh, of ideas for igniting creativity. So uh, let's take take some of the uh, the thoughts that you've had for uh, for uh, for kids uh, to for kids to use directly from the from the book for themselves.
1: OK, so uh, as I say, there are ideas all throughout the book, but the last chapter has got 100 different specific ideas. So I'll share just um, a, a few of those. But but I just want to point out that the ideas really span a broad range of possibilities. There's um, technology, science, arts, writing, entrepreneurial pursuits, leadership ideas, community involvement, um, things to do in the kitchen, things to do with nature, problem solving, virtual travel. Like there's there's a ton of different possibilities out there. So I'm just gonna give you just just a couple or whatever and, and they're jumping off points. So the very first one of the 100, is actually to read, because reading can open so many doorways for children, Um, past, present, future, science fiction, um, historical fiction, poetry, legends, so many themes and options and um, ideas just waiting to be grasped and then extended. So um, reading broadens understanding of the creative process, understandings of what's ordinary, what's extraordinary, uh, language skills, just, it's just powerful. So the first way to enhance creativity that I suggest is through reading. Um, the second point I just want to make here is um, an idea of um, interviewing people. Kids of any age can interview people and find out what it is that have made that's th- th- a creative um, impetus for them. So, and, and and also what's made the world a better place. So perhaps um, they want to interview a conservationist or perhaps they want to interview someone who runs a charitable foundation or uh, maybe a clown and how they make children happy. Whatever it might be, department store Santa Claus, whatever, it my juggler, whoever. <laughs> Just that concept of asking questions, getting answers, taking those ideas and um, extending them forward. And, and questions they can ask are things like, well, what makes you happy? What makes you feel creative? Um, is there anything I can do to help you in in, in doing these wonderful things that you do? So uh, a second possibility then is um, interviewing people. A third possibility for creativity, um, this is actually number 32 in the book, uh, in the last chapter, is to surprise someone. To do something nice, but totally unexpected for somebody not to be too fussed about your artistry or your technique or whether you can get those beads exactly right and whatever (laughs) it is you're producing, right? Exactly. I mean, that doesn't matter. The idea is to just focus on the interaction, on um, being kind and getting a sense of how creativity and um, thoughtfulness can strengthen relationships, which goes back to that other point i said earlier about effort and and i'll give you another one here too this is um this is a fourth one on on um, ways to become more creative and and this is actually number 51 in the book and it's to investigate other cultures to Mm. tap into what's going on elsewhere because creative ideas happen all around the world and sometimes there are wonderful things going on that we might not otherwise know about so um that in turn can enhance your efforts and agency when you see some wonderful things happening elsewhere. So for example, um, Japan is known for haiku poetry um, and for beautiful gardens, tea gardens and hill gardens and um, dry gardens. And then you've got um, the um, Inuit culture, which has beautiful paintings and clothing and carving and and Amish culture has wonderful quilts and stitching and beautiful patterns. So, So the idea here is to Find those cultural influences from all around the world, and and allow them to breathe new life into the creative projects that you might want to try. So those are four ideas.
0: As I hear the four, it seems that they would all apply directly to me for myself.
1: Great, there you go. So I'm going to review them for you. The first was to read. The second was to interview, which is what you're doing right now. The third is to surprise someone. So I'll watch my inbox to see what you do. And the third. Is to investigate other cultures which isn't so far off because you're sitting in Switzerland and I'm sitting in Canada
0: yeah and 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 uh i i i just know that that all of those have that uh that growth impact for all of us it's, it's powerful I, i'm wondering if i'm wondering if there's a uh, uh a piece that you want to point folks to as an example for what uh parents and other people who support kids development might might from the book for themselves.
1: Okay, so I'll give you four ones. I gave you four quick kids. I'm gonna give you four quick ones for adults. So the first one is think about what you regret not trying yet. Mm. In other words, what would you really like to do but you haven't yet done? Sometimes we call this a bucket list, but um, you know you might want to go bungee jumping or maybe you want to swim with dolphins or maybe you want to rescue stray cats or dogs on a safari or learn a new language or walk across a glacier like who knows right everybody has their own sense of what it is they want to do why not propel yourself forward and show kids that you've got some gumption and that you want to try something now certain things you can't do like you may need specific lessons like if you want to pilot a helicopter or you want to become a firefighter and deal with these horrible fires that are happening or if you want to um, win a marathon, for example. I mean, that takes skill and training and, and whatnot. But even then, if that's if that's your goal, then take those first few steps what, what whatever it is you have to do, if you show kids that you are resourceful and creative and you've set a goal and you're working towards it, then you're sending a really powerful message uh, so, a big um, mo-
0: big modeling role for us to play as a thoughts
1: exactly so that's that that would be my first um supportive idea is to show your your own desire towards being creative and and valuing it as part of your life and 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 you know stepping out on that limb a little bit and and trying things the second piece is to be a buddy to be a cheerleader to work alongside kids just as as you were doing with your grandson But also becoming involved in the planning process, the brainstorming process, as well as the fun. So, you know, whether it's making beads or making slime or co-creating a story and turning it into a puppet play, whatever it might be, just just welcome the pieces and and help kids, you know, put them together by being being a buddy, being a friend, as well as as whatever professional or or familial role you have, um, that that connectivity um, and doing the activities together at a pace that's comfortable for them because sometimes adults want to sort of take the lead and do it I can do it faster I can do it better but you know in your case not necessarily so but you know whatever so so you know that that togetherness piece and and the embracing of messiness that would be another point I would like to point out too because I I I think that you know we we sometimes miss the opportunities to do the the stuff that you know might involve the cleanup after so it's okay if they make furniture forks or they doodle or they splash or they jump in mud puddles or they drop beads on the floor or they they spill the slime in some way that's maybe not wonderful but that's okay just just do it if it's part of the happiness and part of the creative fulfillment then that's okay i actually just so you know i wrote a um an article on it's called mess for success and i wrote it in the creativity post and i should tell your listeners to have a look at the creativity post i've got an entire column there with about a hundred different articles this one on mess for success was back in october of 2022 um and I'll give you the link to put in the lead-in as well if you would like. And um, I'd love it. it. It it helps kids find different ways to um, you know, dance wildly and step outside their comfort zone and and to get in touch with their creative side. So so that's that leads to. So the first was to be a buddy, That's is second, embrace messiness was the first. Oh yes, and the first was a bucket list to um, embrace what it is you haven't tried. So so those are the first three. And the and the third, the fourth one would be to challenge yourself. To try something that maybe you've never tried before, but to be willing to go beyond, to persevere, to um, understand the power of resilience, to know that you can take breaks when you need to, but to, to really stretch in ways that maybe you
0: haven't. Well, Joanne, thank you so much for everything you've shared here. And uh, I, I wanted to check, is is your website uh, joannefoster.ca? Is, the, is that the best way for listeners to connect with you and to uh, find out more about Ignite Your Ideas?
1: Absolutely, joannefoster.ca. Um, I have a very robust resources page. I have uh, separate pages on each of my books so that people can find out more about those. And uh, my publisher, which is Gifted Unlimited, uh, is very kind in that they are offering a 20% discount to your listeners if they wish to purchase any of my books. And um, they can also get them on Amazon if they want or Barnes & Noble or anywhere. But the discount coupon is good until um, Christmas time, so until the end of the year, actually. So it's good for gift giving as well. Well, that's great.
0: That's great. Um, So just give a give. uh, I want to be sure people got the clarity. What do they have to do to use the uh, use the coupon?
1: They just have to go to the website, which is um, giftedunlimitedllc.com. I'll I'll send that to you for your lead in as well. Um, If they go to the bookshop, they just go through the steps as indicated on screen. And uh, Amazon and other sites, they know what to do, I'm sure. And I also have another book called Beyond Intelligence from a Canadian publisher. Um, which might be of interest to them as well. It's um, about nine years old, I think now, but it still has lots of ideas and a full chapter on creativity. Too.
0: Well, thank you. We'll be sure to put all that uh, in the in the lead into the to this thank podcast. You. Great, appreciate it. You have a My great pleasure. day.
1: Always nice to um, to chat with you. And I'm going to give you one more tip for you and for everybody else: find those like minded people. Find those people who have the same kinds of enthusiasm and excitement as you do, Steve, and, and as I do. And, and and let's get together and let's continue to um, encourage the creative vibe that, uh, that we're talking about today.
0: Thank you. Take care. Thank you.
1: You too. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening, folks. I'd love to hear what you're pondering. You can find me on Twitter or LinkedIn at Steve Barkley. Or send me your questions and find my videos and blogs at barclaypd.com.